Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And thanks to the help you get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, uh, we'll help you keep it running. Whether it be your car, your truck, your van, Dan Burns is in the studio. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good, Good morning. to see you. I had a, uh, a text we received here a bit ago wondering if the roads were icy. They were not when I came in. I did not notice that they, not were, at all. That they were icy, and I did notice that it's a beautiful, warm morning. So yeah, and you heard that forecast. Yeah, and I, I complained about the wind <laughs> last week, and this, today the wind is not blowing at all. It's just beautiful. It's a nice morning. Beautiful yeah. downtown. At least here we don't see any icy roads. No, our, sig- our signal goes beyond the Twin Cities. Yeah, City, no, so I have not seen we any We can't icy speak roads. for everything. But uh, Dan is here. He's here till 745 or so this morning. So if you have any kind of a car care question and you're thinking you need to bring your vehicle into your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, and you want to know what the heck's going on with it, Dan will give you some idea. Call us or text your question to Dan. The phones are clear. You can use them, 651-989-9226, or send Dan a text, 81807. We at our house were watching Channel 4 the other night, and lo and behold, there was Dan Burns. <laughs> I said, uh, did you have to go through makeup at all? Yeah, oh yeah, makeup and, and uh, yeah, yeah. No, that was kind of yeah. fun to see. We rehearsed and the whole thing. So we know that Channel 4 listens to this uh, show too. They know who Lloyd's Automotive is and Dan Burns. So it was fun to see you, but the, the topic, for those that didn't see, tell folks what the topic was. Well, we were talking about headlights. They wanted to know about headlights, and there's a report out this week from AAA that that the discoloration of your headlights cause, causes a significant loss of light uh, as you're driving down the road, and to the point where it can be dangerous on a, on an older, severe uh Faded, severely faded headlight, it can allow only twenty percent of the light. Through, Isn't that something? Which is nothing. nothing. I mean, it's it's uh, your headlights are just about off at that point. And uh, I've noticed that actually, as as I've aged, my newer vehicles have the new high density LED lights, and they're incredible. I mean, they're bright, and mm-hmm. and I can see where I'm going. And then I get in an older car you know, an older customer's car and try and drive with the headlights that are faded and I can't see anything. Is this all on the surface of these lenses? It is on the surface of the lenses. And the cure is that, you know, there's a there's all sorts of home remedies. They say you, you can polish them with toothpaste and all sorts yeah, of things right. like that. But the, but the real cure is a professional uh, job where we actually sand off mm. uh, the, the, uh, an outer layer of the headlight itself and then polish it shiny and clear again, and it's as good as new. And uh, how so, long does that last? That procedure? I think it lasts. You know, the people Few ask years? that. Oh, I think it lasts as long as the original. Procedure oh, interesting. Okay. Because we do put a we do put a you know a sealer back on it, and and so. But at any, I don't know how long it lasts, but it lasts a long time. I've 
I've never done one twice for anybody. So oh, that's good uh, to by know. By the time they need it again, the the car is is going to the junk. Because I've seen products out there you can buy at auto parts stores that uh, I, I'm not sure how they work. But. They probably work fine. I mean, it's probably a similar deal, probably less. But you guys have all the tools besides the chemicals. We have all the tools and all the chemicals. So yeah. I'd say the ones you buy at the at the uh, at the uh, parts store are yeah. good, and if you want to have it professionally done, that's best. That's so, amazing how how little light comes through. Light, I know. Wow! I know you know as we age, uh, especially cataracts. You need you need all that light. That's why we're afraid to drive it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's I, true. I can't see. I need bright lights. All right, I tell you what, it was fun seeing you you uh, on the on the tube there. Oh, thank you. It was yeah. fun to do. Yeah. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. We're getting calls. We have calls. We have text messages. I say before we grab a, a call. T- let's do this. Barry is calling in from uh, Egan. First up here. Thanks, Barry. What's your question for Dan? I have a two thousand seven Buick Lucerne with a hundred and ten thousand miles on it. I have fifty thousand miles on these tires that are on the car now since they were last changed, and I have had problems in the last five, six months with uh, tire pressure uh, sensors indicating uh, first uh, one tire that was supposedly low, and when I punched it up on the dashboard, it said there was zero pressure in the tire. I took my pressure gauge, and it showed that there was 32 pounds of pressure uh, in the tire, and after a while, that that t- uh, it quit sending any messages that there was anything wrong with that tire. It corrected itself, I suppose. And now I've got a problem with another tire where it shows that there is no pressure uh, and that light has continued to stay on and my tire gauge says there's 32 pounds of pressure in that tire. So I'm wondering... Um, uh, what should I do about that? Is there a fix? What's the cost generally of replacing those sensors? Should I wait till these tires are worn out and replace them before I do anything? Just generally what's going on? Well, you can certainly do it anytime you want. Uh, the, yes, you're on the right track. The sensors will need to be replaced. They're 11 years old, and those sensors have a small battery in them that actually transmit the uh, pressure to the car. That's how it that's how it works. That's how it knows what, what the pressure is in the vehicle. And actually, it's amazing, Denny, that those little batteries last 11 years or yeah, longer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, and they do. They're, they're incredible. And it's pretty accurate, too, and, isn't it? Oh, they're absolutely accurate. Yeah. You can trust them. Um, but at any rate, the sensor will need to be replaced. I suppose it's approaching $100 to replace one of those sensors per wheel. Mm-hmm. So uh, add that to your tire bill <laughs> and... Probably you've had trouble with two of them. You probably just want to go ahead and replace but them. But you all. do have to take the tire off the wheel, though, right? We do have to take the yeah. well. Yes, we have to take the tire off the wheel. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, there's no reason to wait. I guess uh, I, if you if the tires aren't worn out and you're sick of dealing with it and you want your light to work properly, go ahead and have the sensors replaced. Yeah, very good. Good question. We were just talking about that when yeah. you walked in. Yeah. Uh, let's see. John in Bloomington is next up here. Then we'll uh, look at some text messages. Good morning, John. Yeah, good morning. I was just going to listen to your program until you started talking about headlights and got a question. <clears throat> when you see these big pickup trucks, or actually there's a lot of SUVs that have them too and some cars, they have down below the bumper or on the bumper, they have these round fog lights. Mm-hmm. And whenever they turn on their headlights, it seems like their fog lights are on and it's like they're coming at you with brights on. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And I'm always just, you know, I'm I'm turning my brights on to, you know, let them know. 
But is there a separate switch in the car to turn on the fog lights, or do the fog lights come on automatically when you turn on the headlights? Well, I'll tell you, on my car, yes, there is a separate switch uh, for the fog lights, and right or wrong, I do drive with them on because I can see better <laughs> with them on. And it's for your choice. I know. I'm sorry if it's offensive. I, I, I hadn't thought about that, but that's probably true. It uh, they They do get... Awful bright. Especially if you, as the driver, are in a lower profile car. And I have a taller profile yeah. car. So you're probably right. I probably should not do that. So thank you for bringing that up. And, and I guess uh, for all of us, we should be conscious of that, of the of our neighbors. Are we being good neighbors by having our headlights so bright? Yeah, because it so, could be. Yeah, it's kind of overwhelming sometimes. At any rate, to yeah. answer your question, yes, I, there is a switch that you turn on. And once I turn that switch on, those fog lights stay on. So, uh, you know, the next time I get in the car, they're still on. So oh, okay. if you don't want them on anymore, you have to choose to turn them so on. So like you had a selector switch There's a selection. There, yeah. Mine happens to be on the turn signal switch. Right. All right, Dan, we have to take a quick break. We'll come back. We have more uh, questions via text. If you want to call in your car care question, 651-989-9226. Or uh, text number 81807. We'll grab some of those, too, when we come back here on Saturday. And a good Saturday morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car uh, Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, which is located where? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue, which is beautifully decorated for the holiday oh, I bet season. It is. Yeah, it looks really nice. So, And these short days, the, the, the lights really work with this time of year, don't they? <laughs> they do. They really <laughs> but do. anyway, we are at 982 Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call. We're actually open today, uh, 651-228-1316. A lot of great coffee shops and other shopping on that avenue, too. There's a lot to do. I pretty much don't. If I can't get it on Grand Avenue, I live without it. That's, <laughs> well I'm not put. willing to go well, any further. Well said. <laughs> All right, 651-989-9226 for your car uh, question or vehicle question. Uh, or send a text, 81807. I'm going to grab a text message or two, Dan. But Ruth is calling in from River Falls. Uh, hi, Ruth. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. I just want to tell you guys I really like your show and Dan I'm 83, and I've learned a lot from you over the years. Excellent. That's nice to hear. Yes, and uh, my kids are giving me, I think you call it a remote starter for my car. I have a ninth, I mean a 2014 uh, Buick Regal, and I'm just wondering, are there any tips that you can give me? I'm wondering if I should set the defrost when I get out of my car, so in case there's frost on the window that'll start working yeah well that my first tip would uh pay attention to who's installing it because installation of those things are a big deal and and you want them done professionally and you want them done right and i'm i'm sure your kids have researched all that and and know all about that but that's my first tip and but secondly yes that's exactly what you want to do if if for example your seat heater will will stay on after the ignition key has been cycled, then turn your seat heater on before you get out of the car so that uh, so that comes on. And then, uh, yeah, set the heat and all of that where you want it so that when you get in, the, uh, the, wind, the windows are clear, the windshield is clear, and you can simply turn on your wipers and be on your way. So, yeah. no, thanks for bringing that up. That's a great idea to, uh, to think ahead 
when you're parking the car for you, for when you're uh, getting in the car again to leave. And you'll be thanking your kids again and again, for oh, sure. <laughs> you know, there's two things I'm not going to live with in life anymore. One is a heated seat. I'm with you. And the other is a remote start. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks for hanging on. 651-989-9226. All right, text messages. That number is 81807. Uh, here is one. My uh, or changed oil, it says, in a 2014 Ford Taurus. Uh, keep getting the message saying to change oil. How do I make the message stop? Well, actually, if you do an, uh, an Internet search for that by vehicle, you'll find the description. I, I'll tell you what the thing I would try first is turn the key on. And this is just a procedure that I'm com- that's common on Ford. And it's turn the key on, hold the accelerator pedal and the brake pedal to the floor, and you'll see a uh, the the light will come on and tell you that it's resetting the maintenance light, and keep them on the floor until the light comes on and says that the reset pre- procedure is complete. Hmm. Now that's one of Ford's procedures, but I tell you what, Denny, sometimes it takes me longer to reset the light <laughs> and find out how it, to do it. It's a formula. It is. Sometimes it takes longer to research that and do it than it does to actually change your I've oil. seen you so. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes uh, the manual will have uh, sometimes. Not too. always, though. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, not always because yeah. they think that's a professional's job exactly. to reset it. But if, if you search on the Internet, you'll find it. And uh, sometimes it's uh, on many cars, it's <clears throat> hold the trip reset button. And turn the key on at the same time, and that, I think that's how yours is. That's how I think we you're reset right. yours. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, at any rate, there's lots <laughs> of different ways to do it. I don't know them all. I wish I did. Uh, takes you a while to figure it out. Takes me a while to figure yeah. it out. All right, might be freezing up more often. Any suggestions? Well, if your air conditioning is not working properly, if your air conditioning's lost its charge, the one of the things that happens is the uh, air conditioning compressor runs from time to time when you have the defroster on uh, to dry the air. And if that's not happening, then you'll get more moisture in the car. The other thing that can cause it to happen, if it's, if it, uh, if you, especially if you're getting a little funny smell, is if your heater core is starting to leak a little bit, uh, you're actually getting dampness from the heater core because the antifreeze is leaking in there a little bit, and uh, that's the other thing that can cause it. Kind of gets humid. Yeah. So yeah. if if it's if it's significant and you're worried about it, you probably should bring it in and have it checked because. Uh, there's a good chance there's something wrong if something's changed. All right. Dan, hang on. We'll take our usual break, and we'll have more callers, more texters uh, here on our Car Care Show. Around every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour, Dan will be here for about another 15 minutes or so. So don't go away. We'll be back. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, welcoming your phone calls or text messages. We have both. Uh, Dan Richard in Maplewood is, uh, is uh, up first here. Richard, thank you. What's your question? Uh, yes. Uh, good morning. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. Um, uh, on cars with a start-stop ignition where you carry the fob in the pocket, mm-hmm. I'm old school, and I'd like to hide a key in the car. How does one go about doing that? The closest I've found to an answer is to take a fob, program it, take the battery out, hide it when you need it, put the battery back in. But will the fob hold the memory? Yes, it will. Um and that's that's a that's a good answer. C- complicated, and I'm sorry that it's so complicated, but that that's true. And then um, you can take the actual door key out of the fob and keep that door key with you, and mm. that, that way you'll have access to get in the car. 
And uh, but the car I leave in Colorado now is is just that way, and I have not gotten around to f- figuring that out how to how to do that. But yes, if you leave the battery out of the fob, then uh, then that'll take care of it for you. Now, as I recall, I don't have a, a, an ignition slot for a key. You do not have an ignition slot. No, for, for the key. door, I could take the so key you would, out. So you would lock the fob inside the car with no battery. I see, I see, I see. And then you would have a manual key to get in the door. Okay, that's how that would work. All right. Before you do all that, though, as we've said before, make sure that you know that that manual key will work because you've never used it That's before. right. <laughs> Exercise it a little. Exercise that yeah. a little bit. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate that. Let's get some text messages before we run out of time. 2013 Traverse, how hard is it to change a low-beam headlight bulb in this vehicle? Is there an access panel in the wheel well? Uh, sometimes there is, and sometimes there isn't. Uh, good news, it, well, bad news for you is it's too hard to do, uh, for you personally to do it. But if you bring it into my shop and I take the tire off, the, the uh, that wheel well is, is removed uh, quite easily. Uh, you know, it's not it's not a real big job to do it. It's, you know, 20 minutes or half an hour for a professional to do it. But it, it's really – you can't safely jack the car up, take the tire off, and do it laying on the ground. Don't do that. Don't want to do that. So bring it in and have it done. It doesn't cost that much. 2004 uh, – texter says, 2004 Toyota Camry, and the steering column squeaks when turning. What can I do to stop that? It's really annoying. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and there's a um, a bushing – uh, down on the steering column, and if you get under there with a flashlight and look, you'll see it. If you and kind of wiggle the 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 steering wheel when you're down there, you'll see where the squeak is coming from. There's a, a bushing that uh, the steering column rides on, and if you just move that bushing around and put a little bit of lubricant uh, in that or on that bushing, it's actually kind of a foam thing uh, that'll take care of it for a while. It'll come back again. But uh, but that does take care of it for a while by lubricating that foam uh, pad that's on the steering column. Okay. Let's see. Another text says a 2001 Mercedes uh, S500 blowing cold air instead of heat after the car runs for a while. Heat comes out. Could that be the thermostat? Uh, it could be the thermostat. It could it could be in the uh, temperature controls uh, also. That, that could be a problem. The... Uh, heater core could be getting plugged or the controls to the heater core could be getting plugged or the coolant is low. So the first thing I would do is uh, take off the radiator cap and it's probably a a reservoir, a jug on that vehicle. Make sure that you're full of coolant. It may be just low on coolant. Oh, okay. Check that. And if that's the case, fill it up and then take it in and find out where the coolant went because it's leaking somewhere. Yes, that's planted. That's the second part of that. That's the second part of that. All right, uh, 2010 Ford Fusion, Texter says, low beam headlight. A lot of headlight questions today. Uh, The plug keeps melting. Ford wants to replace the whole light assembly, $500. Any other solutions? Well, you can replace just the plug. uh, Okay. But when you do, make sure that you have the wires cut and soldered properly because Mm. there's a lot of amperage that goes through headlights, and the reason it keeps melting is because there's a bad connection. So if you put in a new headlight, and a new connector, and solder it in properly, that'll take care of the problem for you. That, to replace the whole headlight assembly, assembly is pretty expensive. Yeah. Actually, they're remarkably expensive. Very and much so. oftentimes it's a big job to put them in. So. 
Uh, 14 Equinox, the remote works only within 100 feet. Could that be batteries? I think 100 feet's I wish mine worked for 100 yeah, mine, feet. <laughs> me too. Uh, yeah. But no, yes, that's. That, I mean, that's certainly the first thing to, to try yeah. is is put new batteries in. Try the other remote. Sometimes those those remotes have a tendency to get old and not work as good as they used to. The they just don't aren't able to transmit as good a signal as they used to. So sometimes switching to the other remote is a good idea oh, too. Okay. A texture says, what do you know about the thermostat faulting on a GM Ecotech 1.8? You probably know what that is. Uh, getting high voltage code, could it be a bad ground or bad ECU? Uh, all of that, yes. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Um, and, you know, certainly start with the thermostat because that's the the cheapest place or the, the least expensive thing to do. Uh, texter is referring to an earlier text to call uh, who they said he or she says, I wrapped the fob in foil and keep it in the trunk. What would that, well, what purpose would I that serve? I, no, I, maybe I, that could be. And I appreciate that. I'll, I'll try that. Right. Well, it's, it, the trouble is if you, if you um, just put a spare fob in the car, the fob will transmit, and the, the you know if you go touch the door handle, like on my car, if I could just touch the door handle and there's a fob in the car, the door will unlock. Uh-huh. And so you don't want that to happen. You want to somehow disable that key fob. Uh, but I hadn't thought of if you wrap it in tin foil, the, it won't be it able, keeps it, it won't uh, be able to transmit. Yeah. And if that's the case, that's a great answer. I'm going to try that. Just and experiment with I'll it. I'll report back. Very on good. That. That's, that's your, a good there, idea. There's a research project. Texture says, my son has a 2004 F-150. The head gasket is blown. Is it worth fixing or replacing the engine? He is a disabled vet and cannot afford to spend a lot of money. Yeah, well, it's certainly, uh, if, you, if you've done any research on the price of pickup trucks, to buy a used one is just about as expensive as to buy a new one. Is and, it? Yeah, they just really hold their value. So. I think you'll find that the value is probably in the truck, especially if the rest of the vehicle is in good shape. And, you know, your first option would be to uh, replace the head gasket if that can be done and and the engine is still sound. They can check compression and they can check the condition of the engine before they start on this and decide if it's a good idea to do just the head gasket. But if even if it does need or if you choose to replace the engine, the value might be there, and it might make good sense to do that because, again, if the rest of the vehicle is in good shape, yeah. uh, uh, compared to the price of a new car, a new engine is pretty cheap. Yeah, very good. Good luck with that. Uh, let's see. Text uh, just came in, a 2013 Cadillac SRX. Another headlight question. Poor low-beam headlights, can they be upgraded with LEDs? You know, they uh, they say so. They say that there are some aftermarket lights that will make them brighter, the first thing you should do, though, is be sure that the plastic lenses have not faded, the, what we were talking about early, earlier. Uh, have the headlights buffed and see if that makes a difference first. Um, and, if it does, and if they're clear and clean, then uh, the next thing to do would be to try a different headlight. <clears throat> but as far as, as uh, uh, re, or Changing the whole headlight assembly with the, the new technology, that's not a practical thing to do. It's, it's not. That, yeah, that's kind of impossible to do. So the best you could do is a brighter uh, aftermarket headlight and see if that works. We are out of time, Dan. 
That's we'll have goes. more. I've got a couple of text messages. We'll save for next week, though. How's Sounds that? Good. And then we'll start with that. And how to get in touch with Lloyd's? You can come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can give us a call. We'll be there this morning at 651-228-1316. And, uh, or we can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. And because we have acquired some new technicians and we're back yeah. we're back at full strength we are no longer running two or three weeks behind oh that's good so, to hear yeah we're making we're making headway so don't be afraid to call and uh and make an appointment we'll be able to take care of you in in much better fashion we'll see you over there sounds good all right thanks dan dan burns from lloyd's automotive we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.